This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Wealth Puzzle Radio with uh, Mike and Tony. Ooh, that 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 role is good, Tony. I might stop using it our does. last names. Uh, we sound oh, like yeah. a we sound like a morning talk show, Mike yeah. and Tony. Now this is Mike Mansfield with the Lynn Group and my good friend, my co-host Tony Shore. We've uh, you know we're we're here to talk about some some very important stuff, Tony. We're going to talk about Social Security Twenty One Hundred Act. That's the uh, this is the year of of you know politicians saving all. <laughs> Perhaps is the way to look at it, but we got. Well, some... they're claiming to. They're claiming to. Well, that's true, but you know, we just had the Secure Act. We've got all these big acts lately, you know, that are all retirement legislation acts, and so you know, we we talked about that an, a handful of weeks ago, yep. where they're changing mandatory distributions and changing four hundred one k stuff and blah 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 blah. So the hot one that's come out this year is really Social Security. It's called the Social Security Twenty One Hundred Act. And so, you know, everybody's heard the rumors of Social Security. It's going to blow up. It's going to be insolvent. Something's going to happen. And every year they talk about when this is going to happen. And in the last few years, it's kind of crept. It's it, it's a creeper reaper. And it finally crept up, I think, to 2035 is the year that if something doesn't change now, then there could be a level of depletion in the Social Security Trust Fund. Well, that sounds concerning, right? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm it's hoping very to concerning. have won the Powerball between now and then, but you know, if that doesn't happen, then we got to be worried about Social Security. So what happens is in 2035, at the moment, Tony, is if something doesn't change with Social Security, there's a problem, and the problem basically says at that point that if nothing is done, only 80 percent of the benefit will be able to be paid. So if you're getting a hundred bucks in Social Security dollars. You're only going to be getting $80, 80 bucks at that point. So there's going to be a 20% reduction in your pay. They say that 20% Ouch. reduction, though, at least will survive to the end of the century. So at the moment, if nothing was done or nothing was done effectively, the worst case scenario that we're looking at is in the better part of 15 years, there's a 20% reduction in Social Security checks. Mm. Well, we don't want that. Do you no. want that? I don't think anyone wants that. Nobody wants a 20% pay cut. Well, I was reading this article right here, and there's all these these fun statistics. And This one was a weird one to me, but it says, one-third of retirees, Social Security represents their sole source of income. Oh. Okay, so if Social Security is the only thing you live on, Tony, and they take 20% off of it, how well you living? You're not living. Yeah, okay. and then That's and then, not living. And then it goes on to say, for roughly two-thirds of retirees, Social Security represents more than a half of their income. Wow. That's still not good. Yeah, you know what's weird about that statistic, though, is is the first one was one-third, and the other one was two-thirds. Doesn't that equal 100%? 
So what about the yeah, other I people? Yeah, I think they're rounding. <laughs> what about all the other people where Social Security is less than half their income? Anyways, yeah. um, I'm not here to uh, badger statistics because we should just read them on face value. But point is, right. is a lot of people rely on Social Security. Heck, my thing is, what do I do, Tony? I'm a retirement income planner. All I deal with, you know, is a big portion of Social Security planning. It's the cornerstone. It's the foundation of someone's retirement income plan. So if that is called into question, that is fundamentally scary to what I do. Absolutely. We can't have Social Security checks going down because too many people that are in their retirement years that are unable to work or unable to go out and find more resources at that point, we're depend- they're dependent on these things. That's important. We have to protect them. So, yeah. So who do we got? The 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 front runner, the guy that brought this up, John Larson. Uh, he's a representative in Congress. He looks looks like he's a uh, he's got a D next to his name. I don't know what that stands for, but he's in Connecticut. And um, D would stand for Democrat. It was, a, it was a joke. I was waiting to listen to our audience laugh, but I didn't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I so. waited a second there too, well, and I didn't hear no, anyone laughing. So no I thought laugh? I better. Okay, never mind. It was awkward, so I thought I better say something. <laughs> you stepped in and saved us. Good. Yeah. The um. So this this act was brought up. It's I don't know the twenty one hundred act. I guess that's just rounding out the the century at this point. So what the whole point is is it's. The idea here is to extend the solvency of Social Security to the end of the century. And so how are we going to do that? And so since uh, Mr. Larson brought this up, he's now has 200 co-sponsors, which means everybody wants to stick their finger in the pie so they can say it was their idea to their constituents. But that's okay. Yep. Okay, so what are we going to do here? Let me read all the fun things that this does, or at least summarizes it. So one of the things is, is people don't make enough money on Social Security as it is. Did you know the minimum social security check is actually below the poverty line? Because they have it all, you yes. know, here's the minimum rate yep. and blah, blah, yep. blah. So that's an issue. Of and course so this, this bill attempts to tackle that. And one of the things that the bill does is it says the minimum benefit will always be 25% above whatever the poverty line is set at. Oh, wow. That would increase a lot of people's social security take home. Yeah, that's very interesting, right? So they're saying, look, you can't live below poverty in your retirement years. So let's set it just above the poverty line. You know, So they're going 25% higher. And then it would be adjusted based on um, inflation and things like that. So that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. We need like... We need to, this needs to be like mad money where we got all the buttons so I need to get the applause going. <laughs> yeah, really. That'd yeah, awesome. we needed that button uh, a few minutes ago <laughs> with your D joke. Oh, we would have said boo. The, um, <laughs> or bye, bye, bye. Okay, what do we got here? We got um, <clears throat> for those who are already receiving benefits, there will be a raise. You all get a raise. The raise will be equivalent to 2% of whatever the average benefit is. So, you know, I don't know what the relevance of that line item is. Everyone's getting a 2% raise of whatever the average benefit is. So once again, you know, there's no distinction on what that quite means. I guess they're going to average all the the payees, see what the average is, give it 2% and then add that to everyone's paycheck. The idea here is um, obviously you know, to try to give everybody a little bump. So people that are on the lower end of the scale, it seems to me mathematically you would get more than 2% and people on the high end of the scale are going to get less than 2%. Right. If you're going off the average of the benefits. Sure. 
So that's uh, that's interesting. So there's a potential uh, little raise coming in for everybody in addition to the annual raises you get from your cost of living adjustments. Okay, so hot dogs. So what do we got? They're increasing the benefit above poverty line. Everyone's getting a little tiny bump on their paycheck. So these are all good things so far. And now what do we have? We have the consumer price index. You ever heard of that thing, Tony? Oh, yeah. Well, what is it? The consumer price index? Oh, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that the index that tracks the price of consumer goods? That's what I thought Absolutely. So that's how they calculate inflation. When they check consumer right. goods and say, oh, my gosh, the cheeseburger costs a quarter more, that means that it went up so much percentage. Except it doesn't include groceries, right? <laughs> well, that we'll see. The 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 pro- it doesn't seem like it, does it? Um, the problem is, is there's like twenty different calculations to CPI. There's a lot of different ways that they kind of cook the chicken here. Now, what happens though is and is there, things they don't include that they should. Well, and that's what they do is they say, well, this consumer price index gauge uh, doesn't include gas prices, and doesn't therefore anyone who doesn't groceries. drive a car, this will be irrelevant. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> the kind of stuff. So they follow. I can't. Oh, oh, it's going to drive me nuts. I'm not prepared for the show. I don't remember what it, which one it is. I believe they follow the the CPI, either Urban or Worker Index, right now. But what this bill proposes, Tony, is they're going to switch which CPI index they follow. They're going to start following what's called the Consumer Price Index for Elderly Gauge. Ah, the elderly one. See, there's sure. a special one for retirees. This is so nice mm-hmm. of the government. I love that. Yeah. Well, where do older people spend a little more money? Well, certainly healthcare. Healthcare. Right. And so Eating this out. CPI gauge follows it overweights in some of those areas where people in their retirement spend more money. And let's be fair, healthcare is one of the fastest growing cost sectors. So when you really think about that internally, if that's going up a lot more than, you know, the cost of, I don't know what, something else, then it's going to factor in a higher cost of living adjustment every year, typically. Yep. Which, which once again, bad for the government writing the checks, good for the person receiving the checks. Yeah, but I thought all these rules were supposed to uh, make the Social Security last longer. Everything you're talking about <laughs> will cost more. <laughs> You know, it's funny you say I didn't even think about it like that, Tony, but you, you hit the nail on the head. The way that um the way that politicians make things last is they just spend more, right? <laughs> Crazy. Here we go. I boom, like boom, boom, I boom, like boom. the fact that they're trying to help people on Social Security and get more, but I don't see how you can do that and also keep it solvent. Well, the 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 legis one of the legislators they said that social security is too big to fail. And so that's something that has to be considered is obviously social security is such an important piece of the puzzle. Even earlier in this year, you and I, we spent so much time talking about the retirement crisis. People don't have enough money saved. Um, I, I mean, I just saw it again a couple of days ago, you know, uh, what, what was it like 43% of people can't afford a $400 emergency. Um, there's a problem out there. You know, people don't have enough resources. And so they're trying to use the social security in the sense of the way it was designed was as this, you know, thing to help people in retirement. To me, there's just some ironic issues here. Let me let me kind of detract from this bill. See, social security was designed like 80, 90 years ago when. When they were going to give a benefit to someone at the age of 65, yet everybody was dying at age 64. So they thought this is such a sweet deal. We're going to collect money off these people and not have to pay it out. 
Um, and what's happened in the last almost hundred years is life expectancies have increased 20 years. And so people are living longer, but the program didn't change that much. The full retirement age went from 65 to 67. The, you know, there's still inflation indexing the way that they collect taxes on your income and stuff like that, but it's still capped at $132,000, meaning if you make more than $132,000, you only pay social security taxation on that first 132. You know, so you have these things that are going on that to me were the more obvious adjustments to clean up social security. You increase a full retirement age to match life expectancy more accurately. You unfortunately raise some taxes, which they're doing in here, which we'll talk about how. Um, all right, back to the bill, back to the bill. Sorry, you, you detracted me, Tony. That was so rude. I shouldn't be injecting my opinion. I should just be stating facts. The um, Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Taxation. So currently, if you're a single person, they start taxing your Social Security when you make over $25,000. And if you're married, filed jointly, they start taxing your social security when you hit $32,000. I think we've talked about that before. Yep. The, um, what's going to happen they're changing the limits. So the new limit for an individual person, I mean, according to this is they won't start taxing social security until you make $50,000 instead of 25. They just doubled it, which means a whole lot more people Completely wow. tax-free social security. Boom. Married filed jointly. You want to guess what they moved the limit to? It used to be 32 where they started taxing. No, yet, where did they move it to? 100 grand. So if oh, you're married wow. filed jointly, you've got to break a $100,000 bill on your tax return before they start hassling you about your social security. Oh, wow. Right. And in retirement, not a lot of people are going to be... Pulling right. down that kind of yeah. Point. So the 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 theory here is is a whole lot of people are going to certainly have a lot easier social security from a tax standpoint. And let's be fair, I've been hooting and hollering from the pulpit for years about the tax benefits of social security and retirement and maximizing social security because of taxes. And here it is, even more so. It's just reinforcing everything I'm saying. Is this is awesome? Okay, so now we've listed all the things that are good that are going to cost the government more money. Right. And this is this is all from that uh, Social Security... 2100 uh, Act. The Social Security 2100 Act, uh, which has it been officially enacted yet? It um, no, no, no. This is legislation that was proposed earlier this year. It's kind of sure. you know, working through the channels, but that's why I wanted to talk about it because this is considered... This one has the most backing of any piece of legislation probably in the last eight years. And it's even has the, what do they call it? The social security advocates, the national committee for preserving oh, wow. social security and Medicare support. Oh, which well, is, that's I guess, good. The big, and it has bipartisan support, which is key, right? Well, it's got a couple hundred people with their yeah. finger in it. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. And once again, it's the thing, you know, will it pass the house and fail in the Senate vice versa, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, you know, and then how will the bill be amended and changed? Sure. Um, it came out in the beginning of the year, you know, we're already more than halfway through the year. That's why I've kind of, we'll say slow rolled talking about it specifically, just because it's been interesting to watch it develop before you get too trigger happy on the thought. Right. Well, you right. know what? Someone's got to pay for the party. Yep. That's true. But let's talk about that 
um, after we let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and get a social security maximization report so they can actually maximize their social security when they file. Absolutely. We do at the Lynn group, we do a ton of social security planning. This is the cornerstone of retirement income planning. So as much as we help you with your income, your taxes, your investments, your estate planning, all of that stuff, we use social security as a very important tool to make sure that you have a successful retirement. You need to work with someone like myself who keeps up on these laws and all of these changes. Give me a call, 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Or you can reach me at my main website, uh, which is thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. But let's take a quick break real quick, Tony, and uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about who's going to pay for the party. All right. Sounds good. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Mike and Tony on The Wealth Puzzle after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from The Lynn Group by visiting thelindgroup.com or calling us at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle with our host, Michael Mansfield of The Lynn Group. And I'm Tony. I'm along for the ride, always learning something from you, Mike. And today, talking about that Social Security 2100 Act. Yeah. And we're going to see if this thing passes, but we've talked about all the great things it's going to do to increase Social Security, help people out. But how is it going to get paid for? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's always the question whenever politicians make these big promises, right? Yeah. So, you know, like anything, uh, someone's going to pay for it. So the way that it works right now is if you're working and you make money, your wages, you pay Social Security tax on wages up to $132,900 at the moment. So meaning if you make 150000 you only pay it on the first 132 and the other one fifty or the rest up to one fifty, you're not paying social security taxes on. So what's going to happen is, is goal one is they're going to create this gap, and this gap goes from one hundred thirty-two thousand to four hundred thousand dollars. If you now make over four hundred thousand dollars, you start paying social security tax again. So wow. that's kind of how they do it is, you know, I don't want to say it too bluntly, but it's the tax on the rich. They'll make the rich people pay for it. The people that make lots of money, they will pay more social security tax and fund the system. The other variable that they're going to do is they're going to basically somehow hedge this thing that between that 132,000 and 400, it's going to grow every year a little bit and eventually phase out the gap in between somehow. That's not totally clear. But, <laughs> of course, it's as clear as mud, which right. is no surprise. Right. So everybody's paying on 132 grand social security tax. And then you get to buy this, this gap where you don't have to pay anything. And if you're making over 400,000, boom, you're back in the saddle paying social security tax. Separately, they want to increase payroll tax for workers and employers. So, you know, once again, here's kind of the the good, the bad, the ugly. If you're retired and you don't make a ton of money, social security legislation here is a smoking deal for you. If you're working your caboose off and making a decent amount of dough, 
here's the unpleasantries. So one of the things that they're going to do is they want to increase the payroll tax from 6.2% to 7.4%. This is something that will be gradually phased in. It's not going to be just this immediate jump. But what it means is, is the worker on a W-2 or anything is going to be paying more tax and the employers are going to be paying more tax. Now, what happens when employers pay more tax? I don't know. It seems like they fire more people. So anyways, yeah. we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Typically that, that cost gets uh, passed down to the employees, unfortunately. Absolutely. So, so those are the things that they're working on right now is we're going to start to see a small increase in payroll tax. And then there's going to be this, you know, full blown social security. You pay all the tax if you're making over $400,000 and over time they're going to phase out the gap between 132,000 and 400,000 anyways. So those are the ideas at the moment of how they're going to pay for this stuff. Once again, this is a proposal. Uh, a lot of people like it, but as always, there will be a lot of debate and numbers and math and rationale. And you know, this department will say this is good. And that one will say this is bad kind of stuff. So we'll see how it plays out. But at the moment, everybody gets a raise on social security and the rich people get to pay for it. Hmm. Interesting. It, so Tony, it'll be interesting. Looks like you'll be paying more. <laughs> I probably will not. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hosed. hopefully, I will be in one sense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I highly doubt it. Yeah. So uh, that's an interesting. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. That's yeah. really an interesting concept they're putting forward there. Well, you know what? Uh, we can wrap up this week's episode. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, like I said, since 2015, there has been a lot of law changes. There's been a lot of legislation rules associated with social security. Social security is a piece, if not the cornerstone of retirement planning. It's important. You need to know what you're doing. And if you're working with people that don't study and follow up and maintain the rules all of a sudden you get left behind. You make bad informed decisions because everybody's always working off of an old data set. You need to work with people like myself that stay informed, that study this stuff, that stay on top of it, that babysit it and read it and understand it because I help my clients with the evolving landscape that is your retirement. If you give me a call, 805-500-7035, that's 805-500-7035. Be more than happy to have a complimentary consultation. We'll work you through a cash flow analysis. We'll build a basic retirement income plan for you. We'll help you understand your taxes and your social security. We'll make sure everything's in good order for you. We'll give you the picture, the roadmap, the template that you need to retire successfully. So don't hesitate to call us, 805-500-7035. Certainly keep listening to our podcasts. Certainly visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. L-Y-N-D is Lind. And everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805 500 
1-800-242-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.